bottom line in business. Voice America Business. Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman. Uh, my guest this hour is Ronald Grenke, who is an expert on options, and he has a new book out called Show Me the Money, Covered Calls and Naked Puts from a Monthly Cash Income. Welcome to the show, Ron. Thank you very much, Jordan. Before we get into the details of this, why don't we kind of describe the, the, the problem that investors have today uh, as far as earning decent yields on their money. Why is it necessary to, to use your strategies uh, with what's available elsewhere? Well, I think the problem right now is that fixed incomes are basically generating almost uh, nothing, in, in whether it's CDs or bank accounts, brokerage accounts, uh, because of the interest rate. And the other part is that people do own stocks. Dividends are disappearing. So anybody that does have a portfolio, the, the income from that portfolio, unless they do something with, uh, with a covered call, they're, they're going to earn nothing for the next year or two years. Uh, and so, so is this a, a, a strategy that pretty much works in mostly a low-income or low-interest rate environment? This strategy works almost in any environment, uh, the reason it works is because it, it's, it's in the stock and options market, independent of interest rates. It's based more on what, what is the volatility or where is the market going. Uh, if I may, may explain the, to, to the audience there, they need to understand is, you know, people ask the question, what is an option? What is the, an option? And a lot of times they say, well, it's, it's a risk that you're taking that somebody's going to buy your stock, uh, it's really not a risk. What I'm doing is suggesting that if you own a position in, in a company and you've held it for some period of time, right now in the next couple of years, unless you do something, either you know, if the stock doesn't go up or go anywhere, you have, your gain is zero or less. To basically get away of... Getting some income on that position, you can do what is called a covered call. And what a covered call option is, it's one where you're going to sell somebody the right to buy your stock at a predetermined price uh, on a predetermined date. So, for example, you can go out three months on GE and sell an option to sell it at maybe $15. And for that, someone is willing to give you... uh, a dollar and a half to go out three months. Which is per share, so actually it's times 100, right? Times 100. Each uh, in option, the options market, uh, you have to sell contracts. Each contract controls 100 shares. So what you are doing is you're basically kind of renting out your stock, waiting for it to go up to 15 when currently it's trading 11, 12. So if it never gets to that price, that money is yours immediately. You can withdraw it and spend it, or you can use it to reinvest if you if you want to. Uh, so in some cases, you are actually reducing the risk of owning equities by selling call options. In the market right now, uh, if you are sitting on the sideline and you have new money, the the, the opportunity to gain or to to earn significant income. Is, is there today because 
the option premiums have doubled and in some cases tripled over what I've experienced over the last 20 years. What is the uh, determinant of option premiums uh, as to why they're uh, you know, either expensive or, or cheap or rich or, or poor? Or, what, what makes option premiums go up or down? The main thing is the volatility in the market and in the stock. Uh, what it is, it's, it's the person that buys your call. They are basically taking the position and betting on the, the fact that the stock is going to go up. So their whole anticipation is the stock is going to go up, and it's going to go up fast. So they're willing to give you a big premium right now for uh, basically having you sell them your stock at 15, and they're anticipating it's going to be trading at 20. But if the stock market in general has been going down, why would people be willing to take a, spend a lot for the possibility of it going up a lot? Well, that's just the way the market is right now. There are... You know, on the opposite side of these trades, there are many willing institutions or organizations willing to take that bet. So they're taking risk money and saying, because they want to get the leverage of giving you a dollar to earn $5. In, in most cases, do people buying call options win or lose? In my estimation, the people buying the call options lose 70% of the time. So that's been my experience when I'm selling them, 70% of the time the, the options expire worthless for the person who bought it. So if that's true over time, why do people keep doing it, and more than keep doing it, are willing to pay a high price for the possibility of losing 70% of the time? Again, I, I can't answer that. It's just the way the market is. There are enough speculators out there doing it to make it a market. I, I guess the point is that they win enough times, the 30%, they, they win enough to make up for the losses on the 70%. Well, I think that's part of it. They're, you know, the, good, the good people, hopefully, you know, that's probably what they're you know, attempting to do. I don't know if they're successful or not. Uh, but the market is huge and it's getting bigger every year. I mean, it's growing significantly you know, by over 100% in 2008, the number of options being basically traded. Are a lot of people on your side of the trade doing covered calls or more people on the other side buying the calls? Well, there has to be a buyer and a seller. Yeah. So it's one for one. <laughs> In other words, what I'm finding right now is is I talk to like a, you know, a lot of people in the retirement community, whether it's at uh, Rotary Clubs or Kiwana Clubs or other civic groups. Uh, I live in you know, southwest Florida and in you know, a lot of retirement communities even go to some of their country clubs or golf clubs. And I'm talking to a lot of retired people that are really struggling with, uh, with fixed income because it has gone down significantly in the last couple of years. And as they hear about this, they, and as they implement it, because I'm trying to teach people with my book, uh, and you know, by the way, this is the fourth book in the series that I've written regarding this subject, and each one has gotten a little bit better for strategy and showing up people how to do it but those people that have uh, done it and you know they've come back later you know six months to a year later either email or call me and say why didn't somebody tell me about this 10 years ago or i could have been earning you know this extra income on my walmart that i've owned for you know 15 years they get their dividends but you know they never trade it but now they found a way to take walmart and they own it and sell covered calls and they're earning you know 10, 15% a year, okay, on their holdings. 
What is a realistic rate of return that people should expect when they're doing covered calls? The realistic way? A realistic rate of return they should expect. Uh, on a new investment, you should be able to get 20 to 25% per year. And that includes, in a, in a, I call it a rather large per portfolio. Say so you take a $100,000 portfolio and buy five to eight positions, in other words, five or eight stocks, good companies, you can do a 25% return with a 15% drawdown. Because if you do it on a, on a monthly or quarter, quarter cycle, every three months you sell more options on your positions, the premiums are such that you're going to get that return. You're going to get back the, your loss of 15%, plus you're going to end up with 20 to 25% at the end of the year. Now, if, if the stocks go down, as they have been lately, I mean, general stock market's in a bear market and has been falling a lot recently, right. um, it seems to me that the income you are earning from selling the covered call is not making up for the loss in value of your underlying stock. Well, unless you've gotten out, you know, nine months ago, the loss is in everybody's account, right? So, so uh, why does this portfolio cash, work? It's, it's providing income for you, but it's not protecting you really against the loss of value in the holding of your stocks. If you were in Walmart or any of these big blue chip well, companies, it, it does give you some downside protection. In other words, if I own Walmart at forty-five and sell a call for a dollar, go out a month, I got the dollar. My basis now in the stock is forty-four. Yeah. If I do it again and again and again, eventually <laughs> my basis is going to go down based on the premiums that I've earned. So I'm reducing risk in the sense that I've, you know, I've gotten the premium to reduce my cost in the position. If mm -hmm. I didn't sell those calls and I just held it and sold it at the end, I would, I would be down that much. I'd be down $5 and didn't have any premium to offset it. So the covered call reduces your risk somewhat. I mean, stock prices go down. You know, there's maybe going to be a loss, but it will be a little bit less. So there, it does reduce some of your risk. It's kind of the offsetting. Risk, the risk, risk is in the underlying equity. Right. It's offset. Now, do you also propose this on uh, indexes like the S&P 500 and Dow Jones that you do the same thing? Yes. You can do the same thing now on, on indexes, exchange-traded funds, uh, which are becoming very popular because what you're doing now is kind of taking out the risk of getting into a specific position or a specific company. You kind of get into a basket of 30 companies. And one of those companies can really have a bad time and even go to zero stock price-wise, and, and the effect on your, your holding is much less. So uh, would you recommend that? Would you recommend indexes or ETFs? I would recommend, stuff? depending upon the experience level, that's a good place for the beginner to start. There are some very good uh, you know, exchange-traded funds like the Q's, the NASDAQ 100, in other words, that's 100 companies taken out of the NASDAQ technology sector, and you can trade that as a stock and sell covered calls on it. By the way, you can also sell covered calls on gold, oil, natural gas, even commodities. They're now available as exchange-traded funds. So there are lots of avenues to diversify into a lot of areas, uh, buy an equity, do a covered call, Get the income, and, and if the position gets called, that's great. That's, that's kind of your objective. And you invest in something else because there's always more opportunity out there 
you know, every month than what people really have money for. Because the market's so dynamic, it's changing all the time. Are you saying to sell covered calls that are out of the money, those basically, if they were to be exercised, would be at a higher price than you sold, the, that you bought the stock in the first place? Depends on where the market is. Right now, in the last, basically the last two years, I've been selling deep in the money calls because my anticipation the market was not going to go up anymore. So I was buying downside protection every time I did something. Right now, where the market is, I'm at the money. I'm saying the market is going to trade in this range. It's not going to go anywhere. And that's where the best option premium is. Until the market turns, once it starts, I see the trend that's going to go up. Then I will go out of the money because I want to get some of the upside appreciation in in the stocks that I own and so forth. So, right, you need a little view on where the market is, but on any investment you want to understand the underlying, you know, stock that you're investing in and where where it might go. So how can you decide when you ha- you're looking at a particular stock, say GE or something, and you've got uh, three different kinds of options, at the money, which is pretty much where the stock is trading now, right. out of the money, which is where uh, the call, where it might go up to, and in the money is where it could potentially go down to. How do you figure as a seller of call options, which is the best of those three to uh, to sell to to gain the most uh, premium you know for the risk you're taking. Well, I'm looking at uh, in all cases. I'm always looking at what is the percent I'm going to earn in the period of time, and what am I satisfied with? Uh, surely, the farther you go out of the money, the more you're going to earn if you get called. But if it doesn't get called, what is the percent gain? The if expired gain that you you you've, you've, you've you've taken to the bank, so to say, for that period. And I have a kind of a, a little uh, chart in, in mine on, in the book on page 28. I have something called a magic chart, which gives you by month, going out one, two, three, all the way to nine months, what kind of percent you should try to achieve when you're looking at the options available for a company. So it kind of guides you into helping make that decision. And it has to be basically what are you... What are you wanting to achieve? What is your comfort factor? Some people say, well, I want to be aggressive, and therefore I want to go for you know, more premium, uh, more opportunity for the upside because I want a bigger percentage. Other people say, I'm conservative. I want steady monthly income. And then for those, it might be at the money or in the money calls because they're satisfied with uh, 1% a month. Really 1%, 1% a month, that's your objective. You can do that over and over uh, consistently because I've done it. <laughs> I even publish it in my, on my website, uh, basically with exchange-traded funds. Demonstrate that you can do 1% a month by using exchange-traded funds, selling one or two months out, covered calls, enough in the money to give you enough downside protection when things go down. Okay, we're actually going to go to break now. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show, and my guest this hour is uh, Ron uh, Grenke, uh, who's got a book out called Show Me the Money, Covered Calls and Naked Puts for Monthly Cash Income. We'll be back after this. All we talk about is money. Call us toll-free, 866-472-5790, and talk to the experts. We talk talk money money all all the time. Voice America Business. 
Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. On CIO Talk Radio, we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do, as well as its risks. Heard every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, Sunjo Gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology. To learn more about this show, visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying, and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. All we talk about is money. Call us toll-free, 866-472-5790, and talk to the experts. We talk money all the time. Voice America Business. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host, and my guest this hour is Ron Grenke, who's an uh, author and expert on options. His latest book is called Show Me the Money, Covered Calls and Naked Puts for a Monthly Cash Income. Welcome back to the show, Ron. Hey, thank you. Uh, before we go on, just tell people how they can get your book and a little bit about your website and the service you offer. Uh, the book is available on most bookstores uh, or at Amazon or barnesandnoble.com. And I also have a website called rongrinke.com. It's R-O-N-G-R-O-E-N-K-E.com. And they at, at the website, they can take a peek preview of the book. Uh, I also offer uh, a set of software tools to help people basically look for good companies and try to put together a... a a portfolio of good stocks and options, so that uh, uh, and, and and that software is basically based on getting information off the internet, and allows them to really sort and filter to their criteria what they think are good companies. Although I do have a have a kind of a default set, a lot of people use that. Uh, there's an application called Scout that you can run, and it looks at all basically 8,000 stocks available and it'll sort and filter down to the 10 best at any time. In other words, it'll try to find the 10 best companies to invest in and what are the calls and puts that you might look at for those 10. Is there a cost for your website? The website is free. The software has a license fee of $150 a year. The and data how, is all public. And how much is the book? The book is 24.95, and I'm sure if you go to... 
you're at Barnes & Noble, you have their discount card. They'll give you a discount. I think Amazon is also discounting it. And just tell me the, the names of your other books while we have you here. Uh, the first book was called The Money Tree. I uh, just covered in that book, just covered calls. The second book was called Covered Calls and Naked Puts. I added naked puts to the strategy. The third book was called Cash for Life. I added more strategies of how to plan the income stream on a monthly basis. And then Show Me the Money as a result of a lot of people kind of challenging me, saying, Ron, you know, really, we don't believe you. I said, I'm going to show you the money. I wrote a little program that they can, they can get a trial on at the website where I will take your, your portfolio of stocks, you put in the number of shares if you want to, and it will go out and get the next month options, and it will show you how much money you can generate on a monthly basis with that, that portfolio. So it's kind of a, a, you know, answering the challenge of uh, is this really real? It's really real. Uh, I've been doing this as my you know source of income for the last uh, 14 years, and I've been selling options since 1986. Covered calls. If a lot more people did this, uh, would it change the premiums? If, if a lot more people were selling, would it lower lower uh, the premiums? The of premiums. I I don't know. I don't know. What effect that would have? I doubt it. I mean, the market is so dynamic. Just think of the billions of shares traded each day. Somebody always on the you know, available on the other side. At least that's been my experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, some of the you know contract volume is not that high yet. I mean, it's you know some outstanding contracts and some of the ETFs is a hundred thousand contracts, but that's not you know that many compared to the number of outstanding shares that are out there. Is it important to uh, sell contracts in uh, liquid names and, and companies where there's a lot of trading oh, going on? Oh, absolutely. One of the key elements and things that I try to teach people you know, in my seminars and in the book is uh, your stock selection is the key to success. And I've put together a fairly stringent list of about seven criteria, as I, you know, as I explain in the book. I think to summarize on page 55, that uh, you've got to invest in good, stable companies, companies that are having you know, positive revenue, their earnings. I like to have companies with positive earnings the last four quarters, if, if you can find them. Uh, they need to have at least a billion dollars market cap, trade 250,000 shares a day, and so forth. In other words, I'm looking at big, stable companies. Uh, since I was doing this you know, 10 years ago, I never got into any of the dot-com companies because they didn't meet any of my criteria. They didn't have any earnings. Uh, earnings are very important, and revenue growth, uh, especially in these times now where people, I mean, a lot of companies are having to downsize. They have to cut staff because revenue is going down. They're, you know, they're having a, a tough time to, uh, to continue as, a, as a, even a company. So stable companies are very important. And the reason for that is you want companies where if the stock price goes down a little bit, you can continually sell calls, and you're you know you're waiting like the buy and hold guy. You're waiting for the stock to go back up. But so you're saying that there are other companies that do not meet the criteria uh, may have options available, but the thin liquidity is going to hurt you ultimately. Oh right, that's going to hurt you. There, in fact, those companies sometimes the option premiums are huge because of the volatility and the risk. Because uh, premiums kind of that you get for an option, they kind of demonstrate the underlying risk in the equity. So there are some some companies where you have huge premiums, 
but the probability of you being successful goes down because if you buy it at 10, something can happen tomorrow where the you know the company goes you know, makes an announcement that they did not get that FDA approval on their drug and the stock price goes to two dollars. I mean, it's pretty hard to recover from a, you know something like that. No matter you know, even what, though you've got a high premium, it's not worth it because you're going to lose more in the that's end. That's right. You're going to lose more in the end anyway. I would rather have a lower premium in a stable company like GE or Cisco and continually do that over and over every month or two. And that's part of the thing I'm trying to teach people is you don't need home runs. What we want is a lot of singles and doubles, and we're going to win a lot of games, and we're going to take that you know those premiums to the bank and do it over and over each month. Now, I mean, something like GE, you'd say it's stable, but the stock in the last year has gone from 35 to 11 or something like that. That right, sounds too stable to me, you know? Well, all companies have gone from their peak to, <laughs> to almost half their value. There aren't very many that haven't, including Apple. Right. Uh, so the whole market is down. So if you have, have the positions, what do you do? You wait for it to go back up to 35? That's a long time in coming. My suggestion is if you own GE, you start selling calls at, at you know, 12 and a half, 15, as it moves up to, you know, a few dollars, and you move up to 17, you move up to 20. You start walking up the stairs as it recovers, but at the same time, you're still selling calls on your position. And that's the income you take to the bank uh, each month, each two months. So, sure, you have to have a view on where things are going, but like I said before, in any investment, you have to have some idea of how it might perform in the future. Otherwise, why would you make that you have to take that risk? One of the other criteria you're looking for in these stocks is what you call positive bear cash. Tell me what that is. Interesting question. Uh, one of the things that I have found is that the higher stable companies, in my analysis, I you know looked at their balance sheets and I found that they had a lot of cash and marketable securities in the bank. And a good example is Microsoft. You know, they have billions of dollars in the bank, uh, and they are very stable. They can, they, in fact, they are sustaining this, this uh, severe market downturn. They have not had to go to the credit market to, to get any credit to continue operations, where a lot of other companies are really struggling because they can't even make payroll. A positive bear cash is a term that I came up with, that basically is cash plus marketable securities, less long-term debt that the company has in their balance sheet. And I have found that those companies that you can find that are positive are going to have, uh, they're going to be in a, in a more stable position in almost any market. Uh, if the market goes up, they're going to go up because the rising tide rises all boats, you know, lifts all boats. If the market goes down, their stock price may also go down, but they're not going to be as severe, okay, as those companies that have a, have a negative number. And some people say, well, you can't find enough companies out there with a positive number. Well, if you look at all 8,000 of them, you know, right now today you probably can end up with 150 that have a positive bear cash. That's a lot of stocks to look at. And, again, your software helps people find those companies. Is that Ab- right? Right. It does uh, searches, yeah, goes out on the Internet, gets all the data for each individual uh, company, and then you're, you know, it will filter it and sort it together so that puts it in front of you in a form that uh, is more digestible 
than trying to do a you know a search on the internet by symbol at Yahoo or or MSN Money or Market Watch or any one of those uh, you know financial websites. Talk for a moment, Ron, about um, uh, transaction costs and commissions, and is this something that the person beginning at this should have a, a broker uh, who's a full service broker who understands options, or is it something you could just go you read your book and go right onto a a discount broker website and just start right away. I think the uh, yeah option or cost of trading is a, is a factor. Uh, if they have uh, a broker that they're willing to growers willing to negotiate a, a fair price for buying and selling, you know, buying equities and selling options. If not, then a discount broker is suggested because there you can uh, trade for probably you know five to ten dollars a sh- uh, you know any number of shares that you're buying and selling. Most places a contract for seventy-five cents each. So uh, the you know, and really you don't need a lot of knowledge for trading at the broker. What you need the knowledge on is picking the company and what uh, what call you want to uh, sell for that particular company. So and that's where the book is really trying to teach them how to do that. Do you find that a lot of brokers uh, are knowledgeable about these things? Can help you? Uh, find the companies that are good for options, or is it not something they really think about very much? To my, it's been my experience, and the people that I have trained saying their, you know, their broker has asked, doesn't even tell them about covered calls. So either they're too busy with <laughs> with something else, or they don't want to take the time. I, I have not been able to determine why that's the case. Uh, I'm not knocking brokers, but maybe they're missing an opportunity. I don't know, but I think there's more and more interest in especially in these times when interest rates and CDs, especially for the fixed-income people, they deliver almost nothing. I mean, they're really struggling. And uh, this is a way that you can generate, I think, a fairly good income on, uh, you know, and, and a way to reduce your risk somewhat, you know, studying which companies to get into and take to stable companies and sell options because they all are providing that opportunity. Talk a little bit about taxes. Uh, what are the tax implications of the premium income you're getting, and are there any way to make this into long-term capital gains? Is it all regular income that you're taxed on? And tell me a little bit about the taxes. Okay, in the, well, it's like any other uh, retirement account. Anything you do in that is is not taxable until you withdraw it, you know, or in a Roth, it's tax-free when you take it out. In a normal cash account, taxable account, uh, what happens is call income is a short-term capital gain. So you're going to pay, you know, short-term tax on it. Uh, if you have a position that's called, the option premium goes with the stock, and if that stock is long-term, then that's a long-term gain. So if you have held a position for over 12 months and it gets called on you, then the premiums for that period of time are basically uh, go along with the with the sale of the stock. So it's, it's a long-term gain. Uh, my basically counsel for a lot of people is not to worry too much about the taxes and try to, you know, plan or try to avoid them in the sense of making trades that, you know, avoid the tax. I suggest is do a good job at picking the company and the options. You're going to get that 20-25% and just reserve a piece of that for your tax. Uh, If you make a lot of money, pay the tax and be satisfied is my, my position. Uh, and that's what I think you can do. You can do very well with covered calls. Thanks, Ron. Uh, this again is Jordan Goodman of the Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Ron Greinke, whose book is called Show Me the Money.
covered calls, and naked puts for monthly cash income. We'll be back after this. talk about is money call us toll free 866-472-5790 and talk to the experts we talk talk money money all the time time. voice america business jordan goodman has created the money answers network to put at his listeners fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research if you have a money question jordan goodman has a money answer to find out more go to www.moneyanswers.com the money answers network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance car buying and leasing college financing credit debt financial planning investing insurance legal services mortgages retirement planning wills and more only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. What I want to be when I grow up by Johnny Mike. Dad, it's John. I got the promotion. We'll call him John Jr. You'll speak over 500 million words in your lifetime, but none of them will be as important as the words you use to tell your six-year-old he has cancer. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Sell, buy, buy, sell. All we talk about is money. Talk to an expert. Call now. now. Toll free 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. Uh, my guest this hour is Ron Grenke, who's uh, written a book called Show Me the Money, Covered Calls and Naked Puts for a Monthly Cash Income. Welcome back to the show, Ron. Thank you very much, Gordon. Now, one thing we have not talked about yet is naked puts. Let's describe, uh, first of all, what a put is, and then what a naked put is, and how that can increase your uh, monthly income. Okay. Uh, a put is an option contract that allows someone to sell you the stock at a predetermined price over a predetermined period of time. So this is kind of the opposite. You know, the call was you're selling your position, and on the put, you are buying a position. Uh, what a naked put is says you are selling a put contract that allows someone to sell you their stock at a certain price for a certain period of time, and for that, they're going to give you this premium. What this allows you to do, uh, take the same example, GE, uh, Trading at 11 something, if you're willing to buy GE at 10, or say buy at 11 today, would you be willing to buy at $10 in March? And if you're willing to do that, someone is willing to give you a premium of, uh, let's see, I'll show right now, we'll do a real time look here. March 10, someone is willing to, to give you 88 cents a share. If you're willing to buy GE, uh, by the third Friday of March of '09, you can earn 88 cents a share uh, on that uh, option. So what I do is basically, if if, if the 
company I like, uh, if I do a covered call, I will do a naked put at a strike price, usually you know, like this below where it's currently trading. Because if I like it at 11, I would like more at 10, and for that someone's willing even to pay me to buy it at 10 today. So the, the purpose of this is uh, it's a stock you're, you're happy to own anyway, and, and particularly at a lower price. That's correct. That's correct. So, so what this does is, I, you know, I usually don't take as big a position on the naked put, but it basically increases my income on wanting to own that that type of stock. And then once you own it, say, say that you have to the put is exercised, and you have to then buy the underlying stock, uh, then you can start writing calls on it because now right. you right. Turn around, exactly right. Turn around, sell calls on a little bit bigger position in that particular company. So do you ever combine these two on the same company at the same time you're doing covered calls? I company? usually do. I usually try. I usually, my position is to kind of double down. <laughs> uh, buy half or, you know, and sell covered call and then commit another half amount of money to do a naked put. Uh, now, you know, in a, in a retirement account, you need the cash in the account to cover the value of the put. In a margin account, all you need is margin. So you're not putting any money on the table until you get assigned, until somebody actually puts you the stock. So it's a way to increase your gain on your holdings without having to buy more stock at the, at the, at the moment. What is your experience with Naked Puts as to roughly the percentage of time that the stock is put to you that you have to end up buying the stock? Well, it's very related to where the where the market is going and what the uh, you know where the company is trading. Uh, in flat markets, my assignment percentage is about zero. And up markets is definitely zero. In the last downturn, uh, the assignment rate is about twenty percent because I picked strike prices low enough. And up in the period of time, in other words, not going out so far to experience the big, you know, continuous drop. So that I, you know, the, the put expires before the stock has reached that that price. If, if if the stock is going down, and it looks like the stock may be put to you, do you often buy the put back so you don't have to actually end up buying the stock? I do that sometimes. If I say if I don't have enough, let's say real dollars available, uh, what I will do is I'll buy the put back and then turn around and sell it out again uh, another month. So I'm just moving out the time for when I might have to buy it. Uh, that way, I'm just delaying. And also, the stock might go up in the meantime, so I don't get assigned. Uh, now, it doesn't cost me anything to do that. In fact, in most cases, I can buy it back for, you know, let's say a dollar, go out a month, and I get a dollar thirty cents for it. So I'm actually making a little bit more also, again, on the premium because I'm going out in time. So... Out in be... options, time is money. <laughs> Every time you go out a month, you're getting value for the time. Uh... So as a seller of options, time is on your side. When you're a buyer of options, time is against you. Cause that's right. That's every right. Every day that goes by is a wasting asset, in effect. Absolutely, yeah. That's why, you know, on, on, especially on the call side, 70% of all call options expire worthless. And, and uh, you say, why do they do that? I think it's, you know, there's people wanting to leverage the opportunity for the upside uh, against that risk. Now, um, if you're selling 
naked puts. Naked means you do not own the underlying stock. You basically want the stock to um, stay where it is or go up. That's right? right. Stay where it is, flat. It's not, you know, it's not moving anywhere. And in fact, in the options, in, in, in part of this whole business of earning income, this is where you actually can make the most money with options, at least my, my experience. Stocks that hardly go up and down at all over time, they're at basically flat, kind of like the market has been for the last couple of months here, fairly flat. And I sell at-the-money calls and sell puts one strike price below because I don't get called and I don't get assigned on the puts. So the premiums right there, kind of the sweet spot, is, <laughs> is where the best premiums are. So you're making it from both sides, though. Making it from both sides, right. And so the, the best of all worlds is if the stock basically doesn't do anything. In, in That's correct. Sides. That's where you can get the best premium and uh, the fact that you can repeat it month after month after month. So you're just taking that 2% times 12 times is 24% a year. Uh, and even now, premiums are even higher on, like, premiums on Cisco going out uh, one month at the money, it's uh, almost 7%. 44 days, 6.81%. That's 56% a year. If you did it over and over that, you know, that amount of times. But that's kind of unheard of. But that's what it is right now because of the volatility. So this is a certain way of profiting from the volatility. Most people would think of the volatility in the market being a bad thing. But right. way of actually making it work to your advantage. On the option side, it's to your advantage. Now, that's not the norm. I mean, eventually we'll get, you know, the VIX has been trading about 60 got as high as 80 last November, and the norm is about 20. So we're almost three times as where it has been, and until things settle down, we're going to, you know, you're going to have the opportunity to really... So there's a relationship between the VIX, which is the volatility index, and how rich or not rich uh, option premiums are. And the higher the VIX, the higher the option premiums are because there's more volatility in That's the correct. And it's basically what's driving the price of the, or that premium is... People that are buying those, you know, those options sense or feel that the market, when it moves, it's going to move fast. So they're going to, you know, they want that leverage. They want, they're going to pay that extra premium because they want to buy your stock on the cheap so that they can sell it, you know, at trades five, six dollars above, uh, you know, where you are selling the call at. So that's what they're hoping, but you're saying the reality is usually it doesn't happen or it doesn't happen in time. It doesn't happen in time. And that's, yeah. You know, right now, you think the market's going to you going to jump 20% here in 30 days? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> so you think there's a lot of stupid options buyers out there, basically? <laughs> there must be. I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're willing By the to way, I've tried that side of it, okay? I've tried it. I've been in this business a long time, and I've tried it. I've never been successful selling a call and coming out ahead. For the, you know, the number of times I've done it at the end of the day or the end of the year, I end up, you know, zero or negative because I wasn't right enough at times. You mean buying a call? Buying the call and, you know, trying to, you know, anticipate the stock is going to go up and, you know, and making it on that piece of it. I always ended up where the stock was flat or went down and my option expired worthless. So the money I sunk into it was lost. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of led me to these books saying there is a way to do this and be successful. You know, I'm not going to... You know, I'm not going to hit those home runs where you buy Apple at 70 and sell it at 140. That's not the objective. And you only do that, you know, people only do that once in a while. They don't do it consistently. And that's the problem. I, this, this process that I put together here is one where you can very be very conservative and you 
are consistently doing it over and over and you know taking that you know two percent three percent a month to the bank uh, and not you know not in a position where if you bought the stock at twenty and it got up to thirty but you didn't sell right yeah. that's paper gain unless you sell it you don't you don't get the gain and you write it back down to twenty over that six month period you know your gain was nothing at least with a covered call if I bought it at twenty and sold a, even a $20 call and did that three times during that six-month period, you know, I've got significant gain in the bank, and the yeah. stock is back to where it was. Very good. All right, we're going to go to a break. This is Jordan Gooden of The Money Answer Show, and my guest this hour is Ron Grenke, uh, who's got a book out called Show Me the Money, Covered Calls and Naked Puts for a Monthly Cash Income. We'll be back after this. Stocks, bonds, 401ks, investments, refinancing. We can help you. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790, 866-472-5790. Voice America Business. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Achieve Total Wealth Management. Listen to Three Dimensional Wealth with Rory Diefendorf every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 Eastern, right here on Voice America Business. Three-Dimensional Wealth is a show dedicated to teaching you a value-based approach to comprehensive wealth management through practical strategies and expert advice. Take your first step down the road to financial independence. Listen to Three-Dimensional Wealth with Rory Diefendorf, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 Eastern, here on the bottom line in business talk, Voice America Business. Money, money, up-to-date business and financial news. Money, money. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Ron Grenke, uh, who is the author of a book called Show Me the Money, Covered Calls and Naked Puts for Monthly Cash Income. Welcome back to the show, Ron. Hey, thank you very much, Jordan. Some people would think that this almost sounds like free money in the universe that is being handed to you, that there's some, some trick here they're not, not seeing. I mean, what's wrong with that picture? What's, what's wrong with the picture? Well, that's what I get that question a lot. Uh, on the covered call, you say the only, the only thing you're doing is you're giving potential upside if things really go up fast. In other words, if I you know, buy Cisco at 16 and sell a, 17 or $18 call going out three months, 
and the stock goes to 20, okay, I've given, I'm giving it up at 18. So I'm not getting that extra $2 appreciation, okay? Yeah. But, but my position is, is that's okay. I'll take that 6% to the bank, and then if I do get called, I have a, a, some assets I can use to buy another good company. There's always somebody good available, okay, to invest in next. The other thing I've found is that companies go through these cycles. They go up and down. Cisco may go up to 24, and then six months later it's back down to 18. So then I will buy back in at 18 and do a $20 call and get called again. So just repeating this process over time, in fact, in Cisco, over my 20 years, okay, I've been in Cisco probably 30 times, going in and out, buying position, selling calls for six to nine months, getting called out, and then waiting until that stock has come down where I feel it's reasonable enough to do it again. So I never really chase stocks on the way up. I like to buy them when they're down at what I call uh, my buy buy limit. And in the book, I've got a couple formulas there that try to show people when to get into positions uh, with some formulas that are very, very easy to understand that uh, really allow you to get into stock at the right time. Because I found when I you know, bought stocks trading really high, near their 52-week high, every time I got into them, they went down. Okay? And it took me a long time to recover because it took another year for them to get back up to that point. So you'd rather buy them when they're lower? I'd rather buy them when they're lower. And my sweet spot there is when they've gone through their low and they're moving up through one quarter of the 52-week high minus the low. My position there is they've now demonstrated a new uptrend. Okay, and if you can get in at that point, then the, your probability of success is going to go up a lot more than if you're buying it at kind of at the top. The probability for it to go down, I think, is much higher. So, you know, and that that's been basically based on experience and some formulas that I, you know, I've worked with for a long period of time uh, that are working very well for a lot of people. Uh, you also uh, manage people's money if they want somebody want them to do do it want you to do it for them. No, I do not manage anybody's money. <laughs> My position is I will teach you how to do it. Uh, I don't need to do that in, in what I'm doing. I've done very well with uh, with you know with covered calls, and uh, I don't won't need the extra, you know, call it risk or stress in my life. <laughs> that, yeah. Okay, that's fine. And and um, the other thing is the, the bookkeeping of this. I mean, some people may be put off that there's all this buying and selling, commissions and premiums and all these kind of things coming in. Do you spend more on your accountant at the end of the year figuring all this out than you earn during the year? Well, I don't know. I mean, that's if you're if you're earning the money, you could probably hire you know hire a, a accountant if you need it. But uh, you know, the brokerage firm will give you. At the end of the year, you know, all your trades, uh, uh, you know, that's a piece of paper you can hand to your accountant. That's really not that complicated. Uh, you know, but you do it all the time. Mutual funds are done that way all the time. And your brokerage accounts give you that information each year anyway. So, uh, so it's not that big a deal to do it. No, it's not that big a deal. I, you know, I wouldn't look at that as one reason why you would not do this. Uh, now, in addition to your 
website. Again, tell them uh, your website uh, address. And give them your okay, the, they can get more information at my website, which is uh, Ron Grinke, R-O-N-G-R-O-E-N-K-E.com. And they can also email me there just by sending you know a message to Ron at RonGrinke.com. And I'll get that email. I answer a lot of questions. And there's also a phone number on there if people really need to want to want to call. Yeah, you might as well give them the phone number as well. It's it's one eight eight Grinke G R O E N K E. Are there any particular brokerage firms that you like to deal with as far as trading options? Uh, I have a, a little relationship with uh, Grace Financial Group in Tampa. Um, they give me very good. Uh, uh, Trading rates as far as equities and options, and anybody who uh, uses my software can get my rates. All they have to do is uh, open an account with Grace, and they can buy and sell for $4.50 uh, any number of shares, and they can sell any number of contracts for $4.50 plus 75 cents. No minimums. So the people that want to trade one or two contracts, they find that very, very uh, desirable. Because it really reduces your cost. The trading costs are very minimal. So that's less than traditional national. Uh, very uh, much less than, <laughs> than traditional. It's almost free. <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost indeed. Um, okay. So uh, you have in the in the various books when to take action. How do you know you know when to pull the trigger on a particular trade? Uh, there is a uh, concept I've come up with that. Uh, I've done you know on a, on a chart, a lot of technical analysis on a chart, and I called it the Grinky Visions V. I've uh, I plot a what I call a, a V that's on its side on the chart, and I say if a stock is trading in that V for 20 days or more, uh, is within plus or minus five percent of the 50-day moving average, and is moving up the last three days, that's an ideal condition, and that's when you want to uh, get into this stock, buy the buy the stock, and do a covered call and even a naked put. And this, over the last year and a half, in my experience, and even other people that have you know, re, you know told me that you know their success rate is eighty percent or better. So your opportunity or the chances of being successful are very high because it will keep you out of stocks. Uh, we're trading at you know at, at the peaks or at the wrong position of where the company is in its kind of its cycle, and uh, this is based on really you know a lot of analysis over time. That's published in the book. I'm also trying to get that published on a in a major magazine as a mm-hmm. concept. You know, you've heard of the Elliott Wave theory, yes, which is you know you know studying the you know the the, the chart. This kind of you know is a kind of a revolution if you really understand it. Uh, hopefully it'll get some recognition. Right now it uh, hasn't, but uh, people that are using it are very successful. What, before we close, why don't you just give us one particular stock you've been trading recently and what kind of option premiums you've been able to get on it? Uh, the one I'm trading recently is uh, Cisco. Uh, and I'm also going to wait till after announcement today to take some more position because it's trading at $16 and I'm looking at uh, an April uh, March 16 call 
gets me a dollar nine. That's right. That's really right at the money right now. Uh, that gives me six, seven percent, whether it's called or whether it expires in 44 days. So that's 56 percent a year if I can do that over and over. Very good. Okay, we've come to the end. Uh, this has been fascinating. Um, this is Jordan Goodman of the Money Answer Show, and my guest has been uh, Ron Granke, uh, whose new book is called Show Me the Money, Covered Calls and Naked Puts for Monthly Cash Income. I think you've given a lot of hope to people out there who are very frightened of having their money any place other than a CD earning 1% or so, that there are ways, conservative ways, to earn a higher income with their money. So thanks very much for being on the show, Ron. Thank you very much, Jordan. And we'll be back again next week. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.